people are getting more and more eager to leave their screens behind and spend a weekend away from their cubicles slash living rooms. I really like how freeing it feels. Sophia Crapella is an amateur backpacker who finds that having everything she needs on her back gives her a sense of freedom in the wilderness. Carrying nothing but survival essentials and a few creature comforts can appear daunting for some, but not to Caroline Cantor, a U Explorer outdoor instructor at the University of Utah who teaches courses about backpacking in desert and high altitude terrains. She limits the bare necessities to just a few items. There's a lot of essentials out there, including sleeping bags, sleeping pad, tent, um, water bottles, all of that. But like my favorite essentials are definitely water tablet, socks, um, and a pair of sandals. There are several methods to supplying drinking water in the backcountry. Iodine tablets are compact and easy, but have a strange taste that some consider off-putting. Marina Batham, a lifelong adventurer and avid backpacker, chooses to bring a smaller handheld filter. We were relying on the water sources along the way in order to refill our water bottles. When it comes to the backpack itself, customization is key. The leader amount typically depends on the length of the trip, but highly adaptable packs allow hikers to adjust the size to their needs. The bigger the leader, the better for me. Um, I know that I'll always try and stuff it to the brim and one that has a lot of adjustable straps. So meaning that you can take it on like a six day backpacking trip or a two day backpacking trip and really make it uh, fit to the size that it needs to be. So my backpack, it can look like a 30 liter bag, but it's really a 65 liter bag. Cancer also wanted to stress that people not get swept up in brand names or trendy gear when first getting into the sport. You don't need any high-end things for backpacking, and I think that's why I like it. When choosing a sleeping bag, it is always important to remember that the lower limit is the degree it will keep a person alive in. The comfort limit will likely be the largest number on the bag. I asked Cantor what limit she prefers when backpacking. 30-degree bag, so I find it to be really useful for all seasons, um, at least for the seasons that I put myself into. It's perfect for summer because you never get too hot in it. You can just unzip it. Uh, spring and fall is also perfectly cozy. And then in the winter, or almost winter, I will just line it with a down blanket that I have instead. Sleeping pads are just as, if not more important than a sleeping bag, as they prevent the ground from stealing your body heat. Because you can put a lot of clothes on your body, but if you don't have something to insulate you against the ground, you're never going to be comfortable. Um, and like there's ways to wrap yourself, but there's not a lot of ways to give you that insulating layer from ground to body. Next up, when choosing a tent, be strategic with the space inside by remembering that your gear will take up more room than you will. When accounting for your pad, sleeping bag, pack, boots, and various items you've taken out of your bag, you may be a little claustrophobic in a smaller tent. Personally, I prefer a two-person tent for everything. Um, of course, unless I'm sleeping with more than one other person. Um, it gives me room for my bag, my stuff, and myself really comfortably. After gathering these items, the next focus should be on what clothes to pack and wear when in the backcountry. Crapella knows the importance of bringing separates that can adapt to the environment. Layers... I think are super important. Um, so you definitely want to have good sleeping layers. You want to have like thick pants, um, warm socks, a beanie, a warm shirt. Um, I like to bring 
at least three different types of jackets. So I had a lighter jacket that I would wear during the days. I had a rain jacket, of course, if it rained. And then I had a big, heavy down jacket that kept me really warm at night. However, when you're carrying everything on your back, every pound counts. So bringing multiple outfits for a weekend outing might not be of high priority. I think it's more important to just use the space in your bag for like everything else, especially because you have to be so mindful of everything you're packing and how much space you have and also how heavy it's going to be. Hikers far and wide agree that multiple pairs of socks are just too luxurious to leave behind. Even if it's summertime, I really enjoy just putting on like a dry, cozy pair of socks in the evening. The final crucial part of packing a pack is food. You can stuff all your goods into a dry sack or even a Ziploc bag. Although favorite meals vary between backpackers, they all share the same components. Lightweight, calorie-dense, nutritious, and easy to make. Bringing a lightweight stove, like a pocket rocket, will assist in boiling water and other basic cooking with the help of propane and a small potter pan. Cantor has an interesting take on backpacking pad thai. I think ramen packets plus a little bit of peanut butter and a little bit of hot sauce if you bring that. It sounds kind of gross when I say it out loud. But it is one of my favorite meals uh, while backpacking because it's just hot and warm and just full of calories. I'd say oatmeal was definitely my favorite because it was quick and easy and it was warm, which was really important because in the mornings it's typically like the coldest part of your day. While these meals don't sound gourmet, any food is that much more gratifying when you've been hiking with a pack all day. I hope these tips will help you escape into the wilderness this summer with a large capacity pack on your back. I'm Sophie Simon reporting.